Everybody, this episode of Soccer Situations is brought to you by Littlefoot Coffee. Littlefootcoffee.com. Is the promo code still good? The promo code is still active. Use promo code SITUATIONS for 15% off at littlefootcoffee.com. And now, on to the show. Hello, and welcome to episode... Is this thing on? 41 of Soccer Situations. (laughs) This week... A squad of 100% pure innocent Academy babies defeats an evil squad of billionaire, what did I write? Evil men worth 1.2 billion. billion. And also Everton finds some points lying around, even as they drop a few more out the pocket. How lucky is that, right? All right, let's go. Soccer situation. I still feel a little rusty on the um, intros. The intros. Yeah, it's a skill. Yeah, it's know? tough. Those are tough to do. You know? Uh, to brag a little bit, you know, I always think about the football ramble, you know. They've got Donnie on, on the mix. Yeah. And Marcus yeah. doing the intro, you know. I'm, it's true. Doing ones doing and twos. Yeah, yeah. It's tough stuff, but I'm so talented. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Get through it somehow. But yeah, it's been a pretty good weekend of football, Alex. What do you think? It's and been pretty good, yeah. Yeah. Um, we held off. We had a game today. A couple games, actually, if you yeah. count the FA Cup. Yeah. And um, yeah, we're back. What's going on? New episode. How are you feeling? Feeling good. Feeling good. Lots of good laughs lately. Lots, lots of good, lots good comedy, comedy going on. <laughs> lots of good soccer going on. It was a good weekend. Um. So comedy, I know you're probably alluding to Gillis on SNL. Gillis on SNL. Is there anything other than that? No, not really. All right, let's talk that about really that. Bad. That's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it takes. Yeah, Alex <laughs> is number one comic numero uno. Yeah, Shane Gillis. D- should we tell the story? Break it down. Uh, break it down the Gillis story? Yeah, just briefly. Like, brief, brief Gillis background. So Shane Gillis obviously was hired on SNL. At one point, uh, was that like four years ago? I think yeah. I think it was like four years ago, a while back. Uh, but anyway, he was fired because of something that happened on his podcast mm-hmm. that we don't really need to go into. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, cancel culture got him. Yep. And then he made his triumphant return back. He has been so successful in his time away from SNL that SNL has brought him back to host SNL. Yeah. Which has got to feel amazing for him. Yeah, that's got to feel so so good. Fired the day, like the same day he got hired. Yeah, yeah. It was basically twenty four hours ish. I think he was uh, SNL. Yeah. Went and did uh, his member. own sketch thing. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Crushed it with Gillian Keeves. Yeah, uh, yeah. Look up Gillian Keeves the special if you haven't. Yeah, it's funny stuff. Pay for it. Support them. And uh, yeah, and then he was invited back in kind of the the seat of honor. His triumphant return. And it was good. It, it was, was good. Yeah, I mean, like... Well, we've always said that he would have been such a terrible fit at SNL. Yeah. And it was a little bit of a display of that, don't you think? He he seemed out of place in, From, that, in that thing. Like, yeah. <sighs> yeah. From the monologue. I mean, I think he was playing it up a little bit, how much the audience didn't like it. Yeah. But he was acknowledging that the audience... He was like, boy... The I, audience is not enjoying this. Yeah, they're not <laughs> feeling it at all. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. It was it was amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just showed that he was not meant to be an SNL cast member. No. No, I don't think so. I can't even imagine the world where he would have been now. Right. Like how weird that would have been. 
him being a cast member. It's funny because you kind of got to look at it because we saw sketches that were undeniably Shane Gillis, you know? Yeah, for sure. We saw a little bit of his Trump. We saw him being like a weird dad. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he always, yeah, exactly. That kind of stuff. His bread and butter. But it was a little bit like the the edges were sanded down a little bit, you know? Yeah. And that's. That's what it would be. Yeah. Yeah. I think probably the edges would have been even more sanded down because now he has the clout and the power of the host to push him in his direction. Yeah, to be able to get a little bit more through. Yeah, and and the muscle of like the his recent success. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah they probably would have been even more dull if he had just been a regular cast member. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Which well, is funny. Another but. thing I thought was interesting just in terms of like stand up comedy philosophy, and this is not taking shots at anybody, but um so we saw Shane's new special. Yeah. We saw him live yep. the day after it came out. Yeah, yeah. And now we just saw him on SNL, and we've seen him repeat the same material, variations of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of some of it, the same material um, a, a few times now. We also recently saw Beth Stelling, and there was a drunk woman in the crowd, like, <laughs> ranting and raving for her to do her hit material from her special. Yeah. And Beth was, like, refusing to do it. No. She, when I put out a special that stuff, that's dead to me. Right. I, yeah. I don't do that material ever again. And uh, I thought that was a little bit interesting. Yeah. Gilly didn't seem to care. He didn't. Yeah. And I don't know if it's even opposing philosophies or if Beth was just like, fuck off late, telling that lady what she needed to hear. Right. Yeah. Because I've heard Beth repeat material as she evolved it over the years. Of course. You know? Yeah. It always gets, it gets. So, you know, it changes over time. It's just I don't know why. Um, yeah, no, I think it's, I think it's funny. I think he, did you think it was odd that he did established material in his monologue? The one that he did that was like basically verbatim from the special. Yeah. I thought was a little weird that he did that. Right. Um, it's funny cause I remember having that feeling, but I don't actually I remember which joke it was. I think he took the advice of people and laid it down the middle and just like, Treated it as if these were people who didn't know who he is, who've never seen his special before, and just like hit it with the best jokes you think you have. Sure. And try and be as funny as you can be and advertise yourself. Yeah. Like, I think that's what he went for. Sure. It was like pretty, you know, it was pretty down the middle, Shane Gillis. That's what you comedy. do on SNL. Yeah. 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 I thought it was good. But the bigger Gil- Gillis news for you, this is the Shane Gillis fan. Fan. Yeah, now, right. But let's go. Uh I mean just big Gillis news right now. We were just talking about how on fire he is. Um yeah, Tires, new Netflix series coming out. Was it was it May thirteenth, May thirteenth, May twenty third? I think late twenty third, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh yeah. So I mean I've made Todd probably or he's seen me watching it like a million times. No, the he's pilot, made me watch it. The pilot episodes on YouTube. Yeah, I was going to ask if that was a pilot or if that was just a one-off project. If they had, did they try to get that picked up when they made that? I think they tried to originally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm not positive on that, but I'm pretty sure it said like tires pilot on like the YouTube video. Sure, um, super funny workplace sketch show. Oh, amazing! Yeah, you know, just a bunch of dudes working in a tire shop. Yeah. Like what you kind of what you would expect it to be. Yeah, it's not unlike Kim's convenience when they're at the car place. Yeah, it's but true. it is also very much not like that. I mean, it's also very <laughs> it's a lot yeah. than that. It's way way it's not nearly as wholesome as Kim's convenience. Um, yeah, it's exciting though. And we saw I saw some like uh, speaking of way too much comedy stuff, joke world or whatever the like comedy insider 
Uh-oh. guy was saying. He's the one that said that Tires was fully self-funded. Oh, yeah. Which will make it probably even better. Yeah, 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 definitely. That means they did it exactly how they wanted to do it. Exactly. Self-funding, freedom, it's everything. It's good um, stuff. Yeah. I have here on uh, on the uh, Running Order Rap Life. That's <laughs> just to say, I need new rap music, dude. And I tried listening to Apple playlists today, and it was fucking awful. Really? I don't know if there's anything that makes me feel older than me trying to vibe with the current state of rap music in America. I tell you what, I don't know. I haven't heard the actual produced version of that first 21 Savage song we oh, heard on I heard SNL. It, today. it was on this playlist. It was horrible, And like dude. three other 21 Savage songs were on this playlist as well. Uh, he's a big deal, I guess. But uh, yeah, it's just all kind of mumbly, <laughs> melodic. You know, it's it's yeah, it's there was nothing special, nothing interesting about that to me. Nah, it's fine. I'm old, I guess. Dude. Yeah. I'm just like the yeah, old head that old. were always just telling us to listen to like De La Soul. <laughs> and you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's cool. Yeah. I'm sure there's good stuff out there. Somebody out there knows it. Well, you know, my I was kind of digging because of uh, the Vince Staples show. Yeah. Um, you know, I was like, man, Vince Staples rules. And then you listen to a little Vince Staples when you're, you know, doing your thing around the day. And then you look for something more that kind of in that vibe. And yeah. And it's just like, God, there's, there's just nothing not coming enough. out like this. Yeah. 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 I, feel, I think I do that a lot at work as well trying to find a play like a, a run of playlists that's that fits that vibe and it doesn't, never really works yeah there's not enough of it i think it's yeah a lot of artists in that world just do tracks now not albums so you, it's hard to find an album to just throw on that's true um well you got anything else or should we go on to soccer i don't think i got anything else how much time do we waste talking nonsense <laughs> talking talking gilly nonsense <laughs> <laughs> all right um we'll take a little break And we'll be right back to talk football. This episode of Soccer Situations is brought to you by Littlefoot Coffee. I mean, what can I say about Littlefoot Coffee? Um, They're not just friends of the pod. They're family of the pod, quite literally. Um, Alex started Littlefoot years ago after more than a decade of roasting experience. um, Roasting coffee for some of the hottest, most fashionable and uh, most importantly, tasty specialty coffee roasters in America. My favorite thing about it is that it's just really high-grade coffee without a drop of pretense. You're not gonna find a bunch of weird, savory notes that the roaster is passing off as intentional. It's just really sweet, comforting flavors that everybody wants in their coffee. And now, for a limited time only, you can get 15% off at littlefootcoffee.com. Promo code situations once again you can get 15 percent off at littlefootcoffee.com using the promo code situations okay okay <laughs> welcome back uh let's dive right into the league cup finals silverware went out this weekend first cup of hear. the season yeah uh as you know not a cup i love yeah, not the most interesting cup or most loved cup, I think, pretty widely. I've, I think most Friend of the pod, kinda... Irish James, told me that I 
I think actually maybe the most upset he's ever been at any of my takes was that this cup should be abolished. He's like, that's absolutely <laughs> insane take. Do you know how important that is to so many small clubs? And of course I do. I yeah, do. yeah, he's probably right. I know? was like, yeah, but <laughs> let them have it then. Like, do you know how many of them ever make it to this stage in this cup, dude? Like, I and we're about to talk to about the magic of the FA Cup later in this podcast. Yeah. To me, that's always been the venue for that. Absolutely. Small clubs really plowing their way through. Yeah. Um, the League Cup, I feel like by the time it's on to anyone's radar, and I know that it has been going on, but by the time it gets to the money time. pool is the point, it's always the same big clubs. So yeah. I, is it really that beneficial? I don't know. Maybe I'm just talking out my ass completely. <laughs> but anyway, despite saying that I don't like it, Liverpool won it for a record 10th time. That's crazy. I heard right? that, and I, I couldn't believe that you've won it 10 times. That's wild. Um, I knew we held the record. I couldn't have told you what the number was off the top of my head. 10's a lot. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, you know, wasn't a great game. Chelsea, no. you never know what Chelsea is going to show up on the day right now, really, is the truth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Liverpool were fielding their B team, which turned into their C or D team. Pretty quickly. Uh, which became the story of the match. Um you know, the injuries off the top of my head, uh, Nunez, Salah, Sobislai, the, the team was pretty well decimated Yeah, throughout yeah. all positions, front to back. Um, and the bench reflected that all academy kids on the bench. Yeah. Five, all, five of them came on, and, um, and we scraped out a win in extra time. Yeah. The and, captain came through. Yeah, yeah, Virgil van Dijk. Um, it was a really even match, it should be said. Um, both teams had goals ruled out, but marginally, marginally ruled out. Yep. Both yep. teams hit the post, like, really decisively. Yeah. Um, and it was tough. Went it's to true. extra time. Chelsea looked well on top when the kids came on. Um, yeah, they did. You know, the narrative since is that Chelsea were utterly humiliated by these kids. But yeah. in the 90, they looked really good, don't you think? They did, yeah. I felt we were in trouble. Yeah, um, it seemed like they were going to just dominate extra time yeah. at the end of the 90. And then they came out for extra time, and for some reason it flipped completely. The kids were well on top. Yeah, it was crazy. It was wild. Yeah, um, very unexpected. Pochettino in the post-match kind of really shot himself in the foot. Did you see this? <laughs> no, what did he just, say? I mean, uh, he said uh, that the team was tired and they wanted penalties, basically. Uh, I mean, that is what he said. That's not an exact quote because yeah. I don't remember the sentence structure, but he said the team was tired and they thought penalties were a good idea. They were just trying to hold on to penalties. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, keeping in mind, they had eight days off before while Liverpool had three days off. That's crazy. You know? Um, yeah, yeah. The depth of their squad aside, yada, yada. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. he's been taking a lot of heat for saying that. That's um, hilarious. In Chelsea corners, I should note. Uh, in the ch- in the Chelsea spaces. Too. Yeah, yeah. They're not fans too happy aren't with happy Potch right now. Yeah, know? it seems like fans are pretty furious. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, yeah. Klopp's kids beat the billionaire bottle jobs. Says Gary Neville. Yeah, that was so funny. Right. It's dramatic. Hilarious. Oh yeah, very dramatic. He's trolling a little bit. Yeah. Um, but real questions are, you know. This trophy, is anyone really going to remember it years from now? Probably not. The kids that played in it will. Yeah, absolutely. Um, eight Academy Liverpool Academy kids got medals for that. That's pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Those kids will definitely remember that for right. a long time. But um, what I want to ask is, this being Klopp's last season, 
this was the first real test of is this going to be a fairy tale and is the emotional springboard of the league cup a real thing you're you hear people say that it'll mm-hmm. push you on to a title charge yeah, yeah we did win it when we won the title yeah um, true. you know at the end of the day a win in that fun celebration even if it's lighthearted, is better than going home you know defeated not and... feeling good about yourself right yeah exactly so what do you think is there I... any boost to it am i hyping myself up too much I think the way you guys did it might was going to be a boost. Sure. I think the way you scrapped it out with the kids and like all the people out injured. Yeah, I feel like the team. It's definitely going to be a galvanizing moment. Yeah, that's true. You know, at first I was going to say yeah, but for nobody that actually plays in the starting eleven usually. But uh, <laughs> but um, you saw how the starting eleven reacted with Sobisly and Nunez. I was going to say yeah, the boys were steps. pumped, dude. They loved it. <laughs> Nunez and Sobisly hurdling multiple thing items and and obstacles to get out to there get to down celebrate. There. Yeah, it's pretty funny because um, they were both out injured. Yeah, um, hilarious. Funny. Yeah, someone asked Klopp about that. He was like. The medical team told me they were injured, so I'm going to have to talk to them about that. They looked 100% in the celebrations. <laughs> yeah, they were sprinting down those stairs. Yeah, it's hilarious. Um, but, yeah, that's the League Cup, you know? It was an interesting one. Yeah. Let's move on to the the Prem, the main I show. The Prem. I have United up front here. United um, first Fulham. Yeah, so Manchester United 1 hosting Fulham, Fulham 2. Uh, Fulham Ooh. absolutely dominant at Old Trafford. Yeah, yeah. I did. I didn't uh, watch it live, but I watched the extended highlights this morning, and yeah, it was a pretty one-sided affair. It felt like. Yeah, it's. I don't think it's dramatic to say they could have gone <laughs> in four 0 up at, at half. Yeah, I mean, Iwobi, come on, man. Yeah, it was tough. Iwobi was having a hard time. That was classic. I actually Iwobi stuff. Talked there. shit about him in my notes, but then had to delete it. After he scored the because, winner. Because, yeah, spoiler alert, I guess <laughs> he scored the winner. He scored a beauty yeah. of a winner, too. Yeah, so, um, yeah, Fulham did go ahead. United equalized, and then, um, yeah, Fulham scored an added-time winner. Hilarious. Alex Iwobi, a nice goal. Pretty nice Beautiful finish. Goal. Yeah, after what, his terrible attempts in the first half. Definitely the most clinical finish I've ever seen Iwobi take. Yeah, yeah. He slotted it. Um, man, it was funny. I was watching the extended highlights I watched for Fulham's TV mm-hmm. broadcast, and it was hilarious, dude. They were furious at Harry Maguire. Oh, really? Yeah, because Maguire had tackled it probably could have been sent off for, and oh, they sure. 100% thought he should have been sent off for it. Uh-huh. <laughs> And then he, they just the whole time they're just talking shit about him, talking shit about him diving. Yeah. They're just like, and then he scores, and yeah. they were just like, you could hear it in their voice that they were like, I just want to fucking kill this guy. <laughs> they were they were furious, dude. They're like, of course it had to be him. Oh, that's so that was, amazing. They went nuts when Wobi scored the winner. Of course, though, that felt good for them. Yeah, but they were fuming over him even being on the pitch, let alone getting that goal. I bet. I bet that's a lot of different kind of frustration stacked up, especially for a team like Fulham away to at Old Trafford, knowing that you should be winning this game. Yeah, yeah. To think that you're having it snatched away from you like that. It would have hurt because they deserved that. Yeah, it's a tough feeling. Um, United, any other notes on United right now? Jimmy Ratcliffe. Oh, yeah, I want to talk about Old Trafford. Yeah. It sounds like the ownership has decided to tear down Old Trafford. That's crazy. Have you seen any of these quotes? I haven't, no. There's nothing official yet. They're still evaluating all options, but Ratcliffe has been like, the site sucks. It's on a train track. He's like, 
sure we could renovate it and it would be a really great stadium but would it be the best thing we could possibly have now yeah and um it really sounds like they're starting to because it's going to be quite um kind of a pr fucking coup to do that without pissing people off oh big time so they're gonna have to have an epic plan in place and it seems like yeah they're really gonna have to start a media campaign to win the hearts and minds you know yeah that's not gonna go over well i don't think yeah you know what else won't go over well is the fact that he wants to use taxpayer money to build the new stadium (laughs) right yeah that's not gonna go over well at all yeah yeah he's he's he he claims they want he wants to build a national sporting stadium for the north of England. It's not fair that taxpayer money paid for Wembley and paid for whatever other national stadiums they have in London. So he thinks that they should build them. He one, thinks basically. the taxpayers should build a national stadium in the north. That is also Manchester United Stadium, which knowing that's, this fucking country, it's going to happen. Yeah, honestly, it's going to happen, Alex. That's that dude. That's going to be infuriating if they don't have to sp- spend on that fucking stadium. It's going to be infuriating for the scousers right next door that have no social services and and uh, yeah have to pay for the taxes or have to pay for the stadium of their rivals. Yeah, you know that's insane, dude. Funny stuff. I mean, I don't want to be overly dramatic. It's uh, it's the way sports are, you know. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, no, that would be, I mean, that's a huge advantage for them though, if they can make that happen. But yeah, with Villa winning big at the weekend to get back to the game, United slip a little further away from the top four. Yeah. Um, Not looking great. Opportunities to lock that down are, yeah, thinning up Manchester Derby on the horizon. Um, But anyway, at the same time, this um, United Fulham game was going on. Brighton was hosting Everton <laughs> down at the Amex on the South Coast. Oh, Everton. And we also had some drama in added time. Um, Everton was on course for a huge, huge win. Big One nil points. away to Brighton. I was actually in the process of writing up beautiful notes about Everton. Like <laughs> what an important win this was for them. Matt was Season changing. Huge win, yeah. When Big Lewis Dunk crashed through and equalized in added time. It was the 95th minute, if I recall. Ruined everyone's party. Brighton won, Everton won. Um, you know, a point is something Still for a big Everton. point for them. Yeah. And that brings us on to today's news, actually. Yeah. We baby. held the pod for Massive a day news. just for this yeah. <laughs> breaking We knew this was news. coming. <laughs> um, we knew Everton had appealed their 10-point deduction. Yep. And it's been reduced to six points. So yeah. Everton just picked up four free points Four free today. points all of a sudden. Right. Looking, them, looking a um, lot better now. Yeah. Um, 15th place. Level on points Not with Brentford, bad. I think. Yeah. What yeah. is that? 25? They're uh, tw- five points clear now of the relegation zone? Yeah, looking good for Everton. Looking pretty solid. Honestly, closer to where they deserve to be based on sporting play this year. Of course, yeah. Um, yeah, they haven't been that bad. They haven't been relegation form this year. Right. They do still have those other financial charges pending. We'll yeah. see if that Things comes could through get this worse. year. God. Well, yeah. What a mess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not the way you want to see a season play out. Right. With the team's fate just being thrown up and down kind of toyed with yeah if i was honestly any of those relegation clubs i'd be so annoyed yeah me too none of us really know what the situation is yeah how do you like prepare yourself mentally for that or your team for that and of course the league is like it doesn't matter just shut up and play yeah play your games what doesn't matter what then we'll figure it out and it'll be the thing yeah but it's like like that's not weighing on their minds. You're gonna act like you're a robot. And that's yeah, you not can't act like you. they're not gonna be thinking about these things or planning around how things are shaking out. Right. 
Yeah, it's crazy. Dum 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 dum. <laughs> it is. All right, Alex, I've made you wait long enough. Let's talk about wait, Arsenal. Arsenal four, Newcastle one. There we go. Shredded. You didn't format the score on the on the running order the way I do, Alex. Oh, that's true. So I, I didn't. hesitated. Yeah. yeah, that's true. My bad. My bad. This running order thing, you know, it's difficult. <laughs> uh, no, but, uh, another another statement win by Arsenal. Yeah, Arsenal starting off the year in absolute form. Really, twenty five goals in six wins to start the season. Do you or think start they're the year off pissed the off that a lot of pundits still leave them out of the title race when they talk about it? I think so. I think they like it though. I think they like they it a lot. That's a good position to be in. I think I think the team relishes this chasing, uh, yeah, chasing the title. That's awesome. Um, I think I I like, I mean, even just the coming off of Porto was a huge test. Yeah, it was like that Porto performance was not great. No, it was that looked shit, like really. us during our our rough patch. Yeah. Um, and then they just shook it right off and came back and absolutely destroyed Newcastle. Yeah. So yeah, it's a good sign. The mentality seems to be there. I mean, there's such a long way to go. Who knows? Right. Who knows how it goes from here? But right, things could not have started any better for us. It feels a little different because they've been running up some score lines, and I feel it's like true. we haven't seen Arsenal do that a lot in recent years. No, that's been a frustration for me for a long time. Yeah, is the lack of killer killer instinct late in games. Right. Um, and it does seem to be a a, a thing that Arteta has impressed on this team. It's like it's not like goals matter. Yeah, I think the goal difference. Like, Goal difference matters so much now. It really does. So it's it's nice to that. see our goal difference up there now. I think we have the best goal difference now by one right now, um, but better than City by quite a bit, which is good. Yeah, City are on thirty three. Surprising. Who would and have then guessed? You're that? on thirty eight. We're on thirty nine. I'll take that. I'll take that all day. That's good. Good to see. Most seasons, City are away by like fifteen goals, so you don't even get really get to consider goal differential. Yeah, that's something you don't even really get to take into consideration. They're it doesn't really there. feel real when I'm looking at those goal differences, and I'm like, oh wow, yeah, look at that. We're right in there, right? You've had I some like really big score lines, dude. Yeah, they've blown <laughs> blow. We've been blowing teams out lately. It's pretty insane. <clears throat> um, yeah, yeah, I'm loving it. <laughs> Uh, also a funny moment from the, the, the pod or from the, uh, the matches can't leave out the Willick, the Joe Willick goal. Oh yeah. Todd for Todd predicting the Joe Willick goal. My psychic powers <laughs> kicked in again. <laughs> I smoked a third bong of the morning. Yeah. My, it, Early yeah. morning. There's a certain threshold I get when I get psychic powers started, and I, I tell something to happen. Willick came on and Todd happens. was like, well, Joe Willick's going to score the score goal now, the consolation goal. The consolation goal. goal and Emirates is going to respect him. Yep. He's going to get his, <laughs> yeah, get his claps. Yep. And it happened. It did. It happened exactly as predicted. I don't. Know, I still don't know quite quite um, what to make of Joe Willick. I don't know what to make of Joe Willick either. Really, he was, you know, he was a solid player at Arsenal. He looked kind of like he had some promise. Yeah, he went to Newcastle, had that absolute like fire end of the season. Yeah, but I think has he been hurt this season? I feel like I he know. hasn't been. Which brings me to my other point: is I don't know quite quite what to make of newcastle right now yeah what to what do what's eddie Howe thinking right now are they awesome or dog shit i mean that performance they looked dog shit and they've been that quite a bit but they've been that more frequently now than than being awesome yeah 
I mean, Isak wasn't in that game. He had one chance where he picked up the ball and drove and had a shot, but it was he was like non-existent in that game. Right. They're talking about Elmiron being shipped off to Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Joel Linton seems like he's back to the Joel Linton. Yeah, he Saudi was like Joel a superstar Linton. for a little while there. Yeah, he was running the show for a little bit yeah. there. Now he's nowhere to be seen. Anthony Gordon, same kind of Anthony deal. Gordon, yeah. He was banging him in for a little bit, and now he's kind of looking more Everton-y. Yep. Yeah, um, the team's kind of falling apart. You think that's, is that Eddie Howe, or is that just the, are we seeing the real level of Newcastle? Were they know. performing above their level? I should have a take for that. Let me think. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's tough on Eddie Howe, but you gotta you gotta think to how long how long is his leash? I know, right? For the team with that much money, yeah, and like their ambitions, where they're at right now. Does he get the summer transfer window to rebuild? I don't know. I don't know if I would give him it. It's a funny thing. We don't know anything about this ownership group yet, so I guess we'll see. I mean, they're sitting in 10th right now. No, yeah, it's bad. But they haven't spent like Chelsea has. No, and Chelsea are below them in 11th. So (laughs) it's not that bad. It's true. It's not dire. Yeah. I mean, there could be a lot of improvements made to that squad. If you look at some of those players and if you like, you kind of forget how much money they have as a club. Yeah. Because some of those players, you're like, that That should not be your squad anymore. No, I, they haven't had a chance to juice up all of their fake uh, sponsorships yet, I don't think. Is that why they're waiting? I think so. For that FFP would make sense because they, they can't, if they start spending, then they're going to reach their cap quick. Yeah, they have to build, they have. They need a window to build the fake shell corporation. <laughs> then they need a window to sign it and, yeah, and yeah. get all the sponsorship deals mm-hmm. and then make all the money. And then the next window, I think, then they can spend. Then they can start spending. Yeah. Once that sponsor process. actually kicks in. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got to play by FFP. First, you have to and invent the company. <laughs> yeah. Then you have to milk the company. <laughs> then you can spend the company. Then money. you can spend the company's money on players. Yes. Okay. That makes sense. Yes. Yeah. And then the books balance out and we're all good. Yes. Then you just. Yeah. It's beautiful. You win. It's beautiful. It's football. <laughs> <laughs> it's football these days. <laughs> <laughs> uh. did i tell you when i saw paco in chicago we were both like <sighs> yeah kind of ready to look for like a lower league team to support or something we were, <laughs> we were both just like broken men <laughs> uh, you know yeah well when you start talking about the corruption of fifa level tournaments and such and the expansion of the champions league next year and such it's so easy to get so negative about I it know. all you know, it's like, man, yeah, we could just support the championship side, a league one side or a Greek league two side or like Calithia Athens. Go. There you go. That would work as um, well. That super handsome blue shirt up over Alex's shoulder there. Yeah. Um, you know, I did some depression shopping this month. <laughs> Don't worry. We got it for cheap. Yeah. <laughs> got to steal. Um. Yeah, uh, that blue Athens shirt, I'll run a little reel of it maybe, um, was my shirt of the year from the moment I saw it when we yeah, were doing that it's episode. It's pretty hot. You know, and I uh, found one on Grailed for, for pretty cheap. So Yeah, that's a hot kit. Made an offer, and voila, Bam. dude. Nice little Swedish boy sent me that. Nice. Right? Nice. It's really pretty. I like it. I'm it really is. happy with it. It looks good in person, too. It looks yeah. really nice. Yeah. Like a nice material. That crest, the blinging crest is nice. Yep, nice blinging crest. The colors are good. 
Um, I randomly saw via the gram today that um, they won today, and they're 11 points clear at the top of the Greek second division. So oh, damn. They're I think cruising. they might be promoted to the Greek first division. That's awesome. Maybe we'll see them in the Champions League someday, and they're sexy little kids. That'd be amazing. Right? Yeah. I love a crazy Greek team in the Champions League. Me too, yeah. Yeah, the Greeks are always wild cards. There was a time when you would come up against them, like, all the time. Yeah, they were constant. Panathinaikos, is that? Yeah, those, and, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know how you say it, but yeah, that's what. I, that's basically it. Uh, God, there were so there were a handful. Um, What was it, AK Athens or AK whatever? AK Athens, yep, that's a big um, one. Yeah, who else? Olympiacos? Olympiacos, yeah. Olympiacos, I feel like we played a lot. Yeah, I feel like they were the powerhouse. Yeah, we played time. them so many times. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like a good Greek team in the Champions League. It'd be fun to see them cl- climb their way back up there. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, Greece is Greece. It's a beautiful Caribbean, like parrot or Mediterranean. Sorry, uh, paradise. <laughs> oh, I'm not that ignorant. Um, <laughs> you can go eat seafood, catch some sun. Yeah, some chest terror, get a coney, and uh, That's way day. steal some hot Greek daughters away from scary <laughs> brothers. Scary Greek Stavros looking. Brothers, <laughs> right? Uh, um, do you want to look ahead to the weekend fixtures, Alex? Yeah. Did you? Well, did you want to talk FA Cup first? Oh yeah. Don't, d- don't, duh. Don't, um, don't leave out the Maidstone story. Yeah, we're in kind of a weird place because we had <laughs> a FA Cup. Game yeah, it's today. just it's more of a head like a one note little headline. About yeah, the FA we've Cup. got games throughout the week this week, but um. In the in the fourth round, sadly, Coventry has smashed Maidstone literally United. Literally smashed five nil. Um, you might remember Ouch. us talking about Maidstone in, uh, in the third. They were the story of the third round. Seventh tier Maidstone United. Seventh. These are tier. not just part timers. These are like full blown normal dudes. These are dudes working office jobs and playing football on the weekends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing <laughs> a little bit on the weekends when they can. Yeah. Um, Scored a lovely goal against Ipswich to come through the fourth round. Yeah. One of the most clinical counterattacks and just a lovely, elegant lob at the end of it. I hope I can find a clip to insert. For yeah, because that is a beautiful finish. That Maidstone moment really was the round, the moment of the round in the I third mean, round of the and FA that's, Cup. That's what we were talking about with like the teams having their moments in that. Like the FA Cup is what we think of. Yeah, exactly. When we so, think of teams like this having their moments. Well, yeah, when I disrespect the League <laughs> Cup, James, know that we know a little bit about the gr- the culture of grassroots football in England. We, we, well, we love we it. We love it. We do. We do. Um, it's just tough when it feels like there's two duplicate <laughs> competitions. Well, it's just something has to be done about fixture congestion in this day and age, and you know they're not going to dial back the Champions League. No. Um, or, so, like, build in more of a break or anything for the players. Yeah. Because every time there's a break, they just fill it with internationals. Exactly. So. Yeah. Um, internationals are truly the problem let's talk about that yeah right but yeah uh tough luck maidstone great run great run you won't be that goal will never be forgotten honestly no and they knocked out a good team too yeah they really did that was a big win yep great stuff um looking forward to it liverpool play southampton who do arsenal have this week Ooh, we have sheffield united got you Klopp said, "No one wants us to. No one in england wants a quadruple to happen because we oh, wait you're play. talking about fa cup Todd. we have Nobody. Oh yeah, sorry. We're out of the cup. <laughs> I forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> we are out of the cup. Uh, yeah. Anyway, you guys have Southampton in the Liverpool next round. Liverpool have Southampton. Yeah, Klopp nice. is saying that. Nice. Um, no one in England wants a quadruple to happen because we have to play in the FA Cup three days after the uh, the League Cup final. And <laughs> he's kind of got a point, but also like, don't be a baby. 
It's funny. No, I mean, it, it, we were. I was just bitching about fixture congestion. I feel like this whole section of the pod has gotten a little bit muddled, and I'll have to edit the fuck out of it. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah. yeah. But that's, that's uh, yeah. All right, let's look at the prem on the weekend. Bunch of Saturday 10 a.m. kickoffs. Woo. A lot of Saturday. Them. Saturday, Saturday in the Premier League. Six concurrent kickoffs at 10 o'clock. Yeah, big Eastern. one. We have Brentford Chelsea, Everton West Ham, Fulham Brighton, Newcastle Wolves, Forest Liverpool, and Tottenham Palace. Tottenham Palace. Why no early game? I don't know. I'd love an early game. Yeah, it's a frustrating one. Six games kicking off simultaneously. Yeah, it's weird. I wonder why. What do we even talk about here? Um, Brentford, <laughs> Chelsea. Brentford getting dangerously close to the relegation zone. Yeah, Brentford are in need of something big, and Chelsea, Chelsea obviously. Chelsea playing like they should be dangerously close to the relegation zone. Yeah. We'll see, can Pochettino actually motivate this team to, yeah. to come back and play well against Brentford? Right. Um, Away to Brentford, not an easy one after uh, a tough League Cup loss. Yeah, and I don't want to dunk on Chelsea too much, but <laughs> a lot of the talk around Chelsea is about the attitude of the squad and the work ethic of the squad and yada yada, a squad yeah. of prima donnas and so forth. And if that's true, yeah, we'll see a lot about how they respond. Yeah. You think they might be pouty. You would think, but that's what I'm saying. Like this is we saw f- that clip of Fernando Enzo after the game. Yeah, on he Sunday. Did, not he happy. did not look happy. Getting lightly trolled by some Liverpool fucking hyenas. Oh uh, yeah, on his and, way up to get his second place. He, he turned to square up to some fans that just said "unlucky Enzo." Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. If that's clearly not having a Chelsea's great time. Mentality right now. That's not good. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean that whole. I mean, yeah. We don't have to pile on more on them, but nah. yeah, no, it's a big test for them though. Right. Big test for them and Brentford really need the points. So right. Brentford aren't going to roll over Everton West Ham. Um, sort of a classic mid table stalwarts of the premier league clash, like blue collar clash, right? Yeah. It feels that it always feels that way. Everton are going to be coming um, off kind of a high note, getting a few points yep. back from the, from the league. Yeah, yeah. And um, West Ham coming off in a win today. West Ham coming off a big win today. Very. They needed it, too. Win. They were not in good form before that. Right. So it's, I don't know what to expect of this one. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. This could be either a high scoring or the ugliest match of all time, I feel like. Right. Um, I expect that. Um, so let's fast forward to Fulham hosting Brighton. This one, I'm actually, I think it'll be the opposite. I was going to say, this one will probably be the opposite of the ugliest match of all time. I feel like whenever we beautiful. predict these goal fest, high-flying this is be a um, display of balletic football, um, it doesn't happen. But that's true. That's w- what we want from Fulham and Brighton, and I think we could get it. Yeah. Fulham Fulham definitely seem like they've, they're in form. Yeah. Boys, you just got to let it happen. Yeah. <laughs> if these two teams just come out and play, it's right. going to be fun. Go out like... Uh, Creed, dude, uh, um, Adonis, dude, and uh, first just trading punches. Just, that's the way to go. That's the best way to go. That's you what know? the people want to see. It is what the people want to see. That's what all the fans want to see. Newcastle hosting Wolves. Wolves are just going to kind of walk them, aren't they? <laughs> it seems that way with Newcastle, the way they're right? where their mentality. Speaking of mentality right now. Yeah, down in the dumps, Wolves looking pretty solid. Wolves looking pretty good. 
Neto's looking good. Neto's back fit again. He's the kind of Spanish sounding. He's probably Sarabia Portuguese. Sarabia, Sarabia. Yeah. yeah. He's been lively lately. He's been very lively. Mm-hmm. Pablo Sarabia, is that his name? It's Pablo. I don't know. But, but yeah, uh, he's, yeah. He's, he's looked good, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what's funny? Speaking of Wolves, but going back to Fulham, is seeing Triore playing for Fulham. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot he was there It's completely. confusing, right? Because he, he hasn't been good there either, so you, you yeah. don't really see him very often. It's true. So I saw just, yeah, random thought. I was <laughs> like, that's weird to see him there. Yeah. Still think he's at Wolves in my head. Um, Forrest hosting Liverpool. Not a lot to say. We've talked about Liverpool's squad issues. Yeah. We expect to have a couple guys back. Got to roll on away to Forrest. It's going to be. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one. Yeah. Depending on how win. many people are coming back. Yeah. Uh, Tottenham hosting Palace. Kind of a resurgent Palace. I don't really know what's going on with They're Palace. They're coming off Hodgson a win. stepped away. They came off a win. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Three nil win. Yeah. Um, the thing is, Tottenham have been kind of not slipping away, but kind of hitting a plateau. I feel like. Yeah, they really haven't. The like, Postacoglu hype is dying down. It seems like it. They're they're just sputtering. Yeah. I mean, it looks like their form is just like up and down, up and down. Yeah. 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 I mean, they. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I think that definitely the high of Postacoglu's early season success and where Tottenham thought they were going to be. Yeah. They're definitely, you know, they're not happy, but they're also not having a bad season. No, I feel like for the first time, Richarlison is getting goals. Yeah, that's a huge thing for huge them. Huge thing for them, especially with Kane leaving. Yeah. Son is still son. Um, yeah, he's still going to do his thing. Madison has proved himself better than I thought he would be. Yeah, and he's just, you know, finally getting back fit, I feel like, now. Right, but at the end of the day, they're still kind of just not getting it done. A lot yeah. of matches. A lot of, yeah, a lot of points dropped that they probably should win. Right. Um. I feel like defensively they're not. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to, like, picture their defense even right now. I know, like, Van de Ven's really good, right? But... Yeah, it's Van de Ven and make man, myself sound got, foolish, but put us on uh, <laughs> no, um, I just feel like that uh, defensively they're not they're frail. Yeah, um, like they hold, they lose leads. They they like yeah they give up scrappy goals. Yep, they really do. Um, they really really do. Yeah, they've just been up and down. There's no consistency there. Yeah, we'll see how they come in the home stretch. Right, the jury's out. Sunday, 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 though. Luton. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. No, Saturday. We have a late game there. Uh, Luton hosting Villa. We don't have to say much about that. Villa's uh, on a bit of a tear. Luton is no pushover, especially at home. So, who can can really call that one? Yeah. Sunday is great. We've got, I mean, Burnley hosting Bournemouth. Sure. Bournemouth's going to. Bournemouth should walk that one. Um, (laughs) And then we got the big one. Man City. Yeah. First Man United. The Manchester Derby. Um, it's time. Damn, we should have had Graham on this episode. I know, right? This would have been the perfect one. Oh, I told them um, when we were having issues that we were having issues, and I'd try to have him on later. Yeah. Uh, our buddy Graham, the resident friend of the pod, Manchester United expert, um, he wanted to come on around Boxing Day. Yeah. Uh, we'll get you on ASAP, Graham. Um Hopefully after a big Man United win this weekend, and we yes. can have you on for our post-match uh, follow-up. Wouldn't that be sick? That would be fun. We could we all can celebrate all that together. We can all celebrate a United win together? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would feel great. That will be magical. Yeah. 
<laughs> we can only hope. It's funny because, like, you know, we talked about that United result and how, how they were pretty much humbled by Fulham at home. Mm-hmm. But I forgot that they had won four in a row before that. Or, like, yeah, they were on a little They run. were on a tear before that. Although, God, it's hard for me to say that I'm not being biased because I always think they, you know. Yeah. But I feel like that run was, was a, a false, little bit flattering. It was like a false dawn. I feel like some of those three points were pretty. Pretty, pretty lucky yeah. three points to get. Yeah, I um, mean, I yeah, I'm not surprised that by that. But to hear that, yeah. it is funny to see. I was like, I forget that they had won four in a row before that loss, right? It's like, but let's hope they can find form again against City. Are they? Ho- <laughs> oh, the, oh, they're away to at the Etihad. That's hostile environment. It's, yeah, exactly. Um it will actually be sold out, I'm sure. It'll be a full stadium. Oh, yeah. So. No, it'll be a good atmosphere. It'll be a good game. Um, um, yeah, we got a root for United, dude. Yeah, full-blown. Alex and I both locked in a three-way title race with these sons of bitches. Yeah. And we got to rely on our greatest enemies, dude, to, to, to take this team down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We need it. This is some fucking Game of Thrones shit. Yeah, yeah. You know? We got to make friends with uh, Jamie Lannister. <laughs> oh, no, we can't let United be Jamie Lannister. United would be. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to go down this path. Never mind. <laughs> um, um, pod. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. What else you got, Alex? Nothing. Oh, we got a Monday game, too. Arsenal are on Monday, Uh-oh. unfortunately. But I'm we have sorry about Sheffield that. United. Mm. Let's see if we can keep the high-scoring uh, streak alive. Yeah, can you against beat the six? worst, the worst defense in the league? What's your highest win? I think six, six? is the highest so far. Yeah, do seven. Yeah, we need to do seven. Seven's fun. Sorry, Sheffield, but sorry United. <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> sorry United. <laughs> Oof, ouch. Uh, okay, but yeah, good stuff. Yeah, let's call this one. What let's do you think? Do it. Wrap it up. Um, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Alex. A little bit of a late recording session today. Yeah, not too bad, though. Let's bring up the tunes. Say goodbye. Kick up the jams. Everybody, go to SoccerSituations.com. Check out the new website. From there, you can find us on YouTube. Like and subscribe. Instagram, give us a follow. Threads, give us a follow. Thank you.